just recording this podcast um no actually um i'm making these recordings as i intend them to turn them into a podcast um because i love radio i think it's an awesome way to express what's on your mind and I'm always being good at speaking on a microphone I guess I love radio I love creative radio and um, I intend to do this as a therapy as well um, I'm speaking in English because it's um, easier for me to express my feelings this way I don't know what to tell you I just like that Um, okay, here I go. Um, two years ago, I came here to France um, because I wanted to make my master's degree and um, because since a few years back, I had this dream of um, living outside my home country. So I came back to France to do my master's degree. I was here before to do an exchange, academic exchange year in 2011. And um, I fell in love with Paris and I fell in love with this life, traveling, um, meeting new people, people that are different from you and kind of living the dream that getting out of your country and just see the world. Um, I also came to France because um, once again I was trying to escape myself. And I have done that before and I knew that it was not possible but I still push it and I I thought that maybe I could start a new life because I just didn't like the life that I had before it wasn't much of a life actually I um yes I came here trying to escape myself but as you already know that is not possible Um, and well, my first goal was to get my master's degree, which I did last year. And after that, this possibility of settling down here in a professional way, um, finding a job and getting one of those plastic cards that mean that you can stay here legally and work and have a better quality of life than you had before and maybe give back to your family but it hasn't been that easy in fact it has not been easy at all it has been very hard 
and it was hard before when I was studying and my sadness it doesn't start here it goes way back a lot of years ago I think I think that since maybe 2016 2015 I have cried every single night and when I haven't cried it's because I am either too tired or because I managed to think about something else or maybe because I had had a good day but that if I go back 10 years I think there's not a day single day that I haven't felt sad and it has gotten worse in time I think that since 2016 to this day I I feel sad every single second of every single minute of every hour of every day I know it's something that's hard to believe because you can think to yourself how can you be sad every single second like even when you go to the bathroom when you're having a shower you're cooking when you're just reading boring emails at work yes this sadness is at the back of my head all the time or maybe at the back of my heart and um, recently it just got worse and I think This pain that I'm feeling is what we call growing up. You know, I I, I used to think that the most painful part of my life was like, you know, adolescence and you're just discovering yourself and you don't really like yourself, the way you look and what you do. But no, it is not. It was not, actually. I I think I have never felt more sad in my life. As I do now. And... I think... This sadness comes from realizing that life <laughs> it's very hard and that it is not fair in that a lot of the time you don't 
don't get what you have worked so hard to achieve and that time goes by so fast and it just hits you you just hit your head against the wall of reality that many of us won't ever become what we dreamed we would be and I know it may sound like I'm talking about material stuff you know like it is a little bit like that but I'm also talking about the person I thought I would be by now you know trying to find consolation in the fact that I'm living in a time where life is very hard for people my age you know jobs are not that easy to find they are not that well paid life is so much more expensive than it used to be and also my eyes are more open to the world and but it's just something that is very particular to me to my own life that nobody else gets because it's my own particular path and there's just so many things I wish I had by now I'm actually um, at a moment in my life where I'm trying to find a job, you know, so I can stay in France. And uh, it has it has awoken so many things that were asleep in me. Like being true to myself for the reasons that I am here. Because there are many reasons, there's, there's not just one. I came here because, honestly, I felt like I was being a burden to my parents, being unable to find a, a job in Mexico, and uh, I, 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 things were a little bit hard financially back home, and I just thought to myself, maybe I can get a scholarship. And then I'll be off their case for at least two years. Yeah, so that's what I thought. And I found myself. Oh my God. I fought with all my strength to find a master's degree to take the language exams to prove that I was able to take classes in English and French 
and I thought to find a program that eventually would eventually lead me to a well-paid job. The bureaucracy was not. All the things that I had to pay, all the money that I had to save, just to get that done. All the sacrifices I made, all the times I failed, lonely and alienated by this goal, lying to myself, thinking that this could lead to something. Actually, I was just looking for a way to escape because I had such a lonely life. I worked with a low pay and I had really no social life, no prospects for romance. I could barely see my friends because just Mexico is just so big and transportation takes forever. Is not secure. I was always afraid to be outside. And I wanted just a way out. And then I got it. I got what I wanted. And so many difficulties. It was not easy. I, I, I remember one way going to work and I was literally crying in the bus. Because, because the scholarship, <laughs> the scholarship document, well, the document that stated that I had a scholarship didn't arrive really on time, and I had my appointment at the embassy, in the France embassy in Mexico, and I was like just crying, crying, and crying, like why, why, I have this amazing opportunity, I have a program that I like. And I got a scholarship, but it just doesn't come at the right time. I don't know what am I going to do. I already have my ticket. And then I got my visa, as always, and I just couldn't wait to get on the plane. I think... I think my parents were surprised that I really wanted to leave that fast. You know, I just got a ticket just as soon as I could. As soon as I could, I wanted to get out of there. And I uh, did. Came to France and I just, everything started, you know. Got an apartment, I enrolled at a university, I paid. I got medical care, everything, everything. I already knew the drill from back 2011. And it was on track. And it was hard going back to college, you know? And it was hard taking class in French. But I just felt like I could make a pause in my adult life. Kind of felt like Peter Pan, you know, going to Neverland. <laughs> Went to the party again with the young people and having an excuse to be young again. Okay. 
taking my master's degree. I cannot work right now. Kind of a shame of saying that. Because all of the effort and... The work that my parents have put so I can get always what I want. And I, uh... Pretty sad at the beginning. I uh, felt like I had abandoned my family. I had bad dreams about my brother, like he saying that I that he hated me and stuff like that. Not that he hated me, but that he resented me. Because somehow I feel like he does. Because with years we've grown apart. And I think that's most my fault. Um, but that will be a subject for another episode. Um, I, uh, I used to cry at night. Had bad dreams. But then eventually I got busy with schoolwork, you know. Once again, I, I, I needed to be on top of my game because I needed to give my scholarship and I needed to have good grades because I just needed to do this right. So I get a good job, right? And, uh,. There was a moment when things were okay. I had met very cool people, people that became friends. And I remember this one night I was out for a party. And I remember feeling for the first time in a lot of years, I was present in that moment I was actually happy that I was out partying with girls you know with friends not looking for any adventure like a romantic adventure of any time not thinking about anybody like not wishing anybody was with me just present in that moment enjoying that party I remember that feeling that night I was feeling happy for the very first time in a lot of a long time but eventually that feeling faded over time because um, I decided to go back to dating I saw friends of mine that were doing that and I was like baby I can't give it a try again you know and uh, the reason that is very hard for me is because when I was here in Paris for the first time I fell madly in love with somebody and it just didn't happen you know I had built so many expectations in my head and it didn't happen but the feelings were real I was truly in love with that man and uh, it destroyed me it not him my feelings I 
destroyed myself with those unintended feelings of love. And I couldn't date after that. And I thought maybe, well, this is a new beginning for me, maybe I can give it a go. But to make it short, it didn't went as planned. Like I just got involved with dudes that um well at first I wanted that, you know, like to start like deep a toe in the water. I uh just started casually dating dudes like one or two times that was it and, uh, but um, eventually I fell for somebody um, I, I don't know I, I don't think I was in love I was just really attached because um, that particular summer I was alone all my friends had gotten internships abroad and um, I was just alone there and that he became like the only thing that I thought about because my internship was um, uh, I don't know kind of slow I I worked that summer teaching classes and uh, but I, I had not much going on I also didn't have a lot of money um, and I was worried about that and um, I didn't have a lot of things to do that, that time and uh, he became just the one exciting thing I had that summer um, and because of that I attached to him I became attached to him very fast and very um, well we had a sort of a connection I, I think he thought that too but he just wanted to keep it casual I, he never promised me anything or he was very clear when I taught him that, that he was very clear that he didn't want anything and uh, that actually he was growing apart from me because he felt like I was getting attached so uh, we um, kind of broke up <laughs> if we can call it that and um, I came to Paris for my end of studies internship <laughs> And um, I started doing the dating apps again. I think I dated two or three dudes, I remember. And uh, then one day I met this guy, like organic, <laughs> in an organic way. Um, and ever since uh, we've, well, we kind of, I don't know if we dated, we saw each other sometimes and um, but it wasn't like dating like we didn't have dates just you know I would go to his apartment you know you know and um once I freaked out because this not was what I it wasn't this wasn't what I wanted and uh, I told him that we should stop seeing each other and he got like yeah whatever and uh, so after like a month and a half we stopped seeing each other and that uh, um, eventually everything went as planned I did my internship and um, I didn't date anybody at the time um, I just was really hurt and I remember not being well at all 
um, I try to integrate myself in my working place, but um, I just feel so different. And I tried, but at the beginning it was very hard. I remember once um, there was like going away party for somebody that just that was going to leave the, the organization and um, I remember staying to that party and eventually I made up an excuse to leave and I remember going back to my apartment and I just cried very hard because I felt so lonely and so different from everybody else And ever since I have felt like that. No matter, doesn't matter where I go, I always feel different. I always feel, and I have always felt my entire life. And I just realized that right now, but I, my entire life I felt like I don't belong. I don't anywhere I go, my home country, other countries, I never fit in, I, I always feel apart and different. It's exhausting. And then I am um, Well, finish. I remember this one episode. Um, I was writing my master's degree in memoirs, like a small, small, small thesis. And I remember I was working at the library until very late. And um, I think somehow my work didn't get saved just coming back to my apartment and I just melted down because I had worked so hard and like everybody else was like having the time of their lives it was the summer and I was like at the library and I feel like I, I couldn't even enjoy Paris because I didn't have the money to do all the things that I wanted to and I uh, I remember melting down I, I, I was at the floor of my apartment crying because at that moment it felt so I don't know how to describe it like I just felt like it was so unfair that my whole life I have had to work double or triple than everybody else to be able to get the same chances and that time I was like I cannot catch a break you know I, I worked so hard writing that fucking thing in French you know it's exhausting it was exhausting for the first time in weeks I could sat down and get something written because it's just so fucking exhausting to be thinking in another language all the time and it it got erased and maybe it sounds stupid to you but at that time I felt like it's so unfair like 
I don't have the strength to start over again, you know? Like, that work that I had done, it was just God. And I feel like that now. I feel like that now because I am unable to find a job because of all of this bureaucratic shit that makes it harder for people to hire foreigners that they don't come from Europe, you know? And I feel like... I feel like that episode is repeating itself because I have literally worked my entire life to be here and seize the opportunity and I feel like it's worth nothing. Since I was little, I have worked my ass off to get good grades so I can have scholarships so I can continue to go to school so that can lead to better opportunities so I can get into university so I can pass the exam so I can pass the certifications so I get the chance to get a better job well paid because I speak all of these languages you know and I feel like it like that time like the computer just decides to erase it it's not worth shit <laughs> I know it it sounds like I'm having self-pity for me but all those times that I woke up at fucking 4am in the morning did I travel like two fucking hours to go to college came back it's really late. Came back very hungry because I sometimes I had to decide between eating or for a copy a book. And you know what? I wasn't even the most fucked up person in the university. Like I had friends that they come from household that had way less than I had. You know, like, my my life has been pretty privileged, but that doesn't mean that I have to work my ass off. <laughs> I feel like that it just doesn't matter. <sighs> like, everything I have done counts for nothing. And that is not everybody else's fault, it's just mine. to be the person that helps people <laughs> and I feel just so lonely <laughs> and I feel like I had given up a lot of things <laughs> for my professional career and now that I don't even have that 
have nothing and I don't know who I am anymore. I have nothing to myself. All I have is sorrow and sadness and tears. And I feel like I'm getting bitter. I'm getting full of resentment. But I just can't help it. I...